This is It's Like Bowling, where I debunk myths, dispel rumors, and offer dating tips to help people of a certain age find connection, companionship, and their own version of romance. My name is Anne. After a 15-year marriage, dating was as scary to me as a zombie apocalypse. How would I meet people? Who pays on a date? Was I ready to see a stranger's middle-aged body? A woman has her needs. I figured it's like bowling. You can't score until you get a ball in your hands. So I used the dating apps, went to singles mixers, and had countless first dates. Now I'm sharing my hard-earned knowledge to help you get back on that horse and ride into the sunset. What you do with the horse after that is totally up to you. I don't judge. Welcome to It's Like Bowling. On this episode, we're going to talk about are there rules for dating and what makes them so appealing to us some good common sense rules that you might want to put in your own arsenal, and also talk about how to create rules that work for you. Are there really rules for dating? Yes, there are. I loaded this question into my trusty search engine, and I was pleasantly surprised because I expected a lot of crazy things. In the 90s, There was this book called All the Rules, Time-Tested Secrets for Capturing the Heart of Mr. Right. And it had things in it like, always end the phone call first. Don't meet him halfway or go Dutch on a date. And don't accept a Saturday night date after Wednesday. In my opinion, a lot of this just amounted to playing games with people. And I don't know about you, but gamesmanship and dating to me don't mix well. Whether you agree with the authors and their rules or not, having a set of rules makes you feel a little less awkward when you're going into a new situation like dating after you've been in a long-term relationship. So what is a rule? According to the dictionary, a rule is one of a set of explicit or understood regulations or principles governing conduct within a particular activity or sphere. In this case, the activity is dating. What I think might be a little misleading is that unlike a sport like bowling where the rules are written down and everyone knows what they are when they start playing the game, not everyone dates according to the same set of rules. If you start doing things like always being the first to hang up, not calling someone for a few days, you may just be putting people off because they don't understand what you're doing. And really, if you don't have a good reason for doing something, then why are you doing it? We're not in our 20s. We're not in our teens. We've been through a marriage or a long-term relationship. We know how to deal with people. What we don't seem to have when we get back on the dating market a lot of times is the confidence just to act according to how we feel or the will to be vulnerable. Having a rule can bolster your confidence and also make you feel less vulnerable but it also may make you less true to your authentic self. And when you're dating, don't you want someone to bring their authentic self when they meet with you? And shouldn't they expect the same thing from you? Why should you expect anything less from yourself? If you don't take the chances to be vulnerable and be confident and be upfront about what you want, you're not going to get it. Now, when I was Googling, I did find some rules that made a lot of sense. And I'm going to tell you what they are, and you decide if they make sense for you or not. 
One of them was to date multiple people. Now, this is something that I have never been comfortable with and I've only done a couple of times. But I think it's good advice, especially when we're talking about first dates and possibly meeting a couple of different people through a dating app. Chances are, in a lot of cases, going from that first to say fifth or sixth or seven months of dating, wherever it takes for you to feel like, okay, this is in a relationship, is not going to happen with everyone. And we're getting older now. Why waste time? dating people serially when you could date a few people at once and you can both figure out in your different sets of pairs who you really like and who you really want to be with. Especially when you first start dating, I think this is good advice because you really don't know what you want until you see it. You think you do. I can say that's true for me. I thought I knew what I wanted, but every time I got what I thought I wanted, it just didn't feel quite right. You've been out of the game for a long time. You're used to what you're used to, even if it was bad. And you may be one of those people, like I still am about a few characteristics, that if they remind me of my ex, it makes me want to run the other way. So date a few people at once till you get over those things. Another thing they recommend is to keep dates short. I think this is especially true for the first date. I like to do coffee dates. Well, for me, in my case, it's tea or maybe a short walk where I have a limited amount of time. If it's not working out, a long date can be kind of awkward. I remember this one man. I wanted to do coffee and he insisted we do lunch because we were coming a long way. He lived in San Antonio. I live in Austin. So we met halfway. So we did go to lunch and it was pretty apparent after the first five or 10 minutes that we didn't click. Uh, In my opinion, he talked way too much. Um, He didn't give me a chance to answer. Um, I wasn't interested in the things he was saying when I would try to, he would even ask me a question and I'd start to respond and then he would give me his answer to the question. So it just wasn't going well, but we had to sit there the whole time until the check came. And no, I did not even try to pick up that check. Another thing they suggest that I think a lot of people get warned off is to be upfront if you want a relationship. If you want to just be casual or friends with benefits, I'm all for that. But if what you want is a relationship and a commitment, then let the other person know that. Why waste time? I have a friend who uh, has been married, gosh, I think for 10, 15 years now. And she said when she first started dating, she would talk to the man and she's like, okay, I'm looking for a life partner. So if you're not looking for that, there's really no reason for us wasting each other's time. And she has a great life partner. I think that's all part of ask for what you want too. Another good practice is not to talk about your exes in your early dates. I say the same thing about exposing the less than positive things about your life. The person doesn't need to know your diseases, your issues with your family, the fight you had with your best friend today. Try to keep the early dates light and focus not on other people in in your life, but on the person that's right in front of you. 
another good one is to pay more attention to the follow-through than advanced planning. I know some women who feel like if the guy doesn't call them early in the week to arrange for the weekend, then he's taking them for granted or that they're like the B team or the C team and he's already asked somebody out. I don't necessarily think that's true because at this age, we all have things going on in our lives. We get busy with work. We get busy with family obligations. We get busy with our civic organizations. And if you aren't used to being in a relationship with somebody, it may not occur to you that you need to call somebody early in the week if you want to do something on the weekend. Now, if you're really busy, then, you know, and they didn't plan far enough ahead, then they'll just have to take no for an answer. And that's fine. But if you want them to call you early in the week if they want to do something on Saturday, then let them know that. They said, I get, I get busy, so if you think you might want to do something on the weekend, then you need to let me know early in the week. And if they can't do that, maybe you're not compatible. Now, those are just some of the common sense rules that are out there. And I am a big advocate of common sense. Just the same as when you meet someone that you want to be platonic friends with and say, I don't know, you're both into Frisbee golf and they called you on Friday to go play Frisbee golf on Saturday. You wouldn't be offended by that. You just think, oh, okay, the game came up and they called you. So if you're dating someone or you found somebody you'd like to date, and they call you on Thursday for a Saturday date, give them the same benefit of the doubt. And if it really is offensive to you, then maybe drop them a little hint. Although now that I've said that, I don't like hints, just be direct. Not nasty, but just direct. Um, And the other thing is, you can call them sometimes too, unless you have a rule against that. So those were a few common sense rules that I think would serve most people well. And you probably have some of your own already. But I would caution you, really consider whether the rules you have or the ones that other people have told you about really serve you. Do you benefit from them? Or are they keeping you locked in a prison of fear? If a rule is something that keeps you from taking actions that you feel strongly about, then maybe it's not the right rule for you. If uh, you have a rule that you're really comfortable with and you implement that rule and you still get a bad result, maybe you need to take some time and reevaluate that rule. Question yourself, did you make up a rule just because it keeps you in your comfort zone? What would happen if you shook things up a bit? That brings us to how do you come up with rules for yourself? And I'm not going to give you a list of common sense rules because you are all intelligent, creative, capable people. And I know for a fact that you can put in the words dating rules into a search engine and get the exact same information that I would give you. But again, when you look at these rules, Consider how well they will serve you and how well they align with your personality and your values. When I started dating, I was kind of looking for those rules too. I still remember that episode of Sex in the City when they were talking about sex on the third date. 
And Carrie came home with, I think the guy's name was Aiden. He was a woodworker, made beautiful custom furniture, I think. And she invited him in on the third date. And he's like, well, he didn't want to have sex with her on the third date. He wanted to take things slower and really get to know her. And she was taken aback by that. She thought maybe he didn't think he that she was attractive until he explained himself. And then everything was fine, except she felt a little like a slut. We really need to stop using that slut word. If you want to have sex, have sex. But anyway, back to topic. That was a rule that was out there, but I don't know that it actually served anyone that well. How do you know if you want to have sex with somebody on the third date? What if you want to have sex with someone on the first date or the 10th date? Shouldn't that really be up to you to decide? Maybe you don't want to have sex with them until y'all have actually talked about it. Chances are you haven't talked about it in only three dates. You need to consider how a rule works with your life and what you want in relationships and romance before you implement them. And also reevaluate them periodically to see if they really benefit you or if changes need to be made. I always go back to this. You need to figure out what works for you. So I came up with some rules that I implemented for myself. One is no waiting. So if I want to go out with someone, if I have the nerve, let's be honest, if I want to go out with someone um, that I've met that I know, I will call and I will ask them out or text them or however you want to do it. I personally prefer the phone. Text just feels like too impersonal. Also, I will not settle. Now, when I say settle, I don't mean that I won't go against type because I've gone against my type quite a few times. And it's actually most for the most part, I do better dating people who aren't what I thought of as my type than people who I think of as my type because my type tends to come with some issues of its own. Let me take a second and try to explain what I mean by settling. And this is just what it means for me. Punctuality is important to me. So if someone says they're going to show up on at 7 o'clock and they're not there at 7 or a little before, then that to me is a, a deal breaker. If I continue to accept that, then I'm settling. So basically, I won't accept things that go against my values when I say settling. Um, another thing I won't do is if there's like an implied threat, I don't mean a physical threat, but I was talking, um, I was going out with this guy once and he's, I think he, I'm going to actually make up something different because I don't want him to know who I'm talking about. But, um, he was used to women cooking for him and I do cook, but I don't like to cook for other people. I just like to cook what I'm going to eat and not worry about it. And he made some remark about how, if I really cared about him, then I would cook for him. We don't go out anymore. I'll just leave it at that. Whether it's no waiting, no settling, or no cooking for jerks who insist on it, you need to come up with rules that work for you. Or maybe you want to start out with no rules at all. And that's fine. So just as a little recap, we like rules because they give us a framework, almost like a playbook for dating. And it makes us feel a little more comfortable, a little less vulnerable, 
and makes us feel smarter because who wants to show up at a date and look stupid? The problem is not everybody goes by your set of rules. So they may not know what you're doing when you try to do things like not return text messages right away or wait for them to call all the time. They may just think you're not interested. So be conscious of using other people's rules rather than your own. It is important, though, if you need rules, that you make up ones that work for you. And then periodically go back and reevaluate those rules to make sure you're getting out of them what you need. Rules govern your behavior, not your expectation of someone else. Because like any other situation, any other relationship, when you go out on a date, you can't control anybody except yourself. One piece of advice I was given recently about doing podcasts is that in each episode, try to do one thing better than you did before. I think that's a good rule for dating too. On each date, try to think of one thing you can do better than you did before. Now the question you're probably asking is, well, how do I know if it's better? I think it's kind of easy, but I don't want to sound flip. If you think it's better, then it is better. Did you enjoy yourself more? Were you more comfortable? Were you more confident? Were you more your authentic self? And if you can say yes to most of those, then yeah, it was better. And then take a minute and think about what can make the next date better. And also consider it may not be with the same person. It takes two people to have a good date, but you want to try to enjoy yourself and the company of the other person whenever you go out with someone, especially when you're in the beginning stages of your dating life and you're dating multiple people. Don't be so attached to the outcome. Just enjoy the process of dating and the time that you get to spend together. And don't worry so much about the rules. Remember, rules are made to be broken. Just have a good time. I hope you got something out of the talk today. Come back next week and we'll talk about that all-important first date. Maybe I shouldn't say all-important. We'll just talk about first dates. Let's not put any pressure on it. I'd love it if you go out to our Facebook page, It's Like Bowling, and share your own dating rules. We're a league of newly singles. Let's help each other out. We'll have new episodes each Monday at 10 a.m. Please subscribe or follow It's Like Bowling so that you don't miss an episode. We're building a community here that supports each other. So become part of our league and share the podcast with others who want practical dating advice. If you have questions, stories, or tips to share, please reach out on Instagram, Facebook, or Pinterest at Bowling for Two. See you next week. And remember, you can't score until you get the ball in your hand.